Georgia's DBHDD has an urgent health warning. One of every 10 counterfeit pills contain fentanyl, a powerful and very deadly drug. Pills from friends or dealers are unsafe, and one pill can cause an overdose. More info at opioidresponse.info. My name is Kalina Bowler. I've worked for years in Georgia's film and television industry in location management. I help filmmakers find just the right places to shoot. On this podcast, we meet the people whose names you see when the credits roll. Sit back and relax for The Credits, a podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. Technical qualities matter most in a movie, how it looks and how it sounds. The sound department makes sure that what we hear is clear. Whit Norris has worked for years as a sound mixer in Yollywood. He's working on the third installment of the Bad Boys franchise, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, now in production in Atlanta. I met Whit at GPB Studios. We talked about his love for sound. And just a note, In our conversation, we talk about PAs. That means production assistant. It's something I spent the early part of my career doing for about six months. Witt told me his long career in sound design began at his college radio station and continued in a documentary production company, where he says his career took an unexpected turn. One of our clients with that company was Ringling Brothers, so we did a lot of work with uh, the circus and and shooting all their films and spots, and also the Walt Disney Ice shows, which they promoted. And um, the company was a little mismanaged, and they ended up closing the production side, and it just became an editorial house. And a group of us left to go work for Ringling Brothers, basically to go to New York. They had 150 boxes of uh, film. Mm-hmm. That basically, they didn't know what was on there. It was pretty much the history of the circus. Wow. And we cleaned it, restored it, repaired it, and transferred it. I became unofficially a circus um, archivist, I guess, or historian, mm. maybe would be the word. But that was when I first really got my hands on film and learned how to cut and splice and things that, uh, crafts that aren't really around anymore now that we're in such a digital age. Mm-hmm. How then do you, how did you make the transition then, if that's where you got your start? How did you become then a sound mixer in, as you say, the digital age? How yeah. did you make that transition? Well, uh, the thing about it is uh, after after New York, a group of us relocated in Atlanta, uh-huh. and uh, we we uh, formed a small company where we did commercials and things. And I was still doing location sound work at that time. I see. Uh, freelance and with uh, the company uh, that a group of us had formed. Uh, eventually, as business relationships always change, everybody kind of went their own way, and I just started strictly doing sound. Uh, anything from industrials. I worked with Craig Miller here in Atlanta for years and years. Uh, Craig's been around for decades here in Atlanta doing everything from Coca-Cola to, I guess, IBM. And then uh, I had an opportunity to start working on some low-budget movies. Um, There was a director, producer, David Pryor. He was kind of the Roger Corman of the Southeast. He shot a lot of movies along the Gulf Coast and in Mobile. And uh, I don't think he really knew my name for the first movie. He would just say, hey, sound, come over here. <laughs> right? I'm going to have these two guys walk, and they're going to talk, and you might need to put wireless mics on them. I said, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and eventually, he really inspired me. Um, 
because he said I was like the best sound guy he'd ever had. He had made 30, you know, low-budget movies, uh, real B movies, and he really inspired me because he said I did a really great job. I go, well, I wonder who you've been hiring. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, anyway, it kind of took off from there and started working. Uh, one of my first, I guess, major films that I did, I was the sound utility owner. I worked with Bobby Anderson and Pud Kuzak was My Cousin Vinny. Very awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. How was that? How was working on that film? It was hard not to laugh out loud <laughs> I can I, imagine. for the whole crew. It, it, it really was. It, it, it was amazing. Uh, um, uh, Joe, Joe Pesci was just incredible. Um, Marissa was, too. She was very uh, young and, and not a lot of experience at that time, but she did an incredible... She never know it. She did an incredible performance that obviously won her, her an Oscar. And Fred Gwynn was great, too. Yes. Oh, man. To be a fly on that wall, yeah. you know, yeah, but to, it, to be a PA on that set, even. yeah, it, it, it was it was it was hard not to laugh out loud. <laughs> Let me ask you then. Um, mm -hmm. I have been working now in uh, the locations department here mm -hmm. in Georgia for about fourteen years. I obviously have a general working relationship with the sound department, yes, but I don't know anything about the sound department. I'd like to ask you. What is the general hierarchy for sound? Because you are the production sound mixer. mixer. Mm -hmm. Is that the head of the department That is the head in production? Yes, that is the head of the department. Um, then after that is the boom operator. Okay. And then there is a, the sound utility, sometimes referred to as the third. Okay. Uh, the sound utility is really a challenging job. Some people like to think of it as an as a entry-level job. But you have to know, you have to have, already have a lot of skills. You have to be able to be the second boom operator when two booms are needed. Mm -hmm. You're generally responsible for wiring and miking all the actors and keeping up with that. And um, also you're the administrator. You handle all the paperwork, the time cards, uh, supplies. You order those when they're needed. Make sure the equipment, when things need to be repaired, mm -hmm. that they get sent out and are repaired or repair them yourself. Right. So it's uh, that's that's a big responsibility. The boom operator, uh, backing up to to that position, they operate the set. They are the set manager. I see. They control everything on the set. Generally, they have more of a relationship with the first uh, AD, assistant director, and even sometimes with the director. If there's a problem, they'll be the first one to speak up because I'm not right in the middle of the set. They are. Sometimes people get nervous when they see me come on the set. What's wrong? Why are you here? Oh, I see. Because I'm usually around the corner in some kind of, usually a quiet place where I'm recording and mixing. Right. Okay. But, but I mean, I come out, I'm, I'm there for rehearsals and blockings to see what we are and discussing with other department heads if there are any needs that we have or that we need help with, which a lot of times is locations. Yes, it is. <laughs> we depend a lot on the locations department. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the locations support us uh, by by being able to help lock up a location by you know making sure the neighbors next door they don't have their their uh, greens people there landscaping people there with the leaf blowers and the weed eaters. Um, what else? Uh, help me. You're you're in that department. No, I am right there with you because yeah. I've been in those very same situations. Yeah, and and like if we're shooting in a restaurant, which uh, the Silver Skillet I know is is a neighbor here. Yes, uh, we the, film there a lot. To the studio. What, what I love about the Silver Skillet, and it's been filmed there for commercials, mm -hmm. movies, and everything. 
is the breaker box in the back actually has stickers on some of the breakers. Turn off when filming for sound. I love it. They've been there for years. Yes, for years. (laughs) It's like they just know instinctively. Yeah, and I think what most of those switches are for the exhaust fans for the for Mm -hmm. the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, Who on who was the person on the set um, who says sound speed? That's me. Well, generally the, the. Isolate it. This okay. is this is scene twenty four delta take one. Can you do you um, tell me what slate means when you say isolate it? What does that okay. mean? Okay. Uh, generally, I, I push a button on the recorder. I, I engage the recorder to make sure that it's locked and up to speed. Right. Okay. Okay. And after that's done, um, I uh, give it the scene number. Which, if we're on scene twenty five, I would say scene twenty five, and the delta would be that would be the fourth shot. In that scene. Okay. okay? And, yes. and I get that information from the script supervisor. Right. So I slate it 24 Delta, take one. And then the boom operator, after I've slated it, he knows I'm up to speed. He's the one that actually says speed gotcha. for the rest of the set. That's when the cameras then come up to speed and they actually slate and mark. Uh, they start rolling. The, the take, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Because we're, we're just making sure everybody who's listening understands. Yeah. I, you and I, I can understand that, but making yeah. sure people know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you are essentially somebody who lives and dies by the sound. Do we sound okay right now oh, on we our sound, microphones? Yeah, we sound great. I think we sound great. <laughs> I was thinking on my way over here, I said, okay, I have, we have to make sure everything's on point because Wit's going to be listening. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was one of the things that impressed me with your podcast is how great they sounded. I thought they, they sounded very NPR is the term I like to use, which people don't realize, but NPR is really the, has been the cutting edge for broadcast sound on the radio for years. They were the first people to actually use DAP machines in the field years ago. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you balance your life outside of production with your production life? Uh, that's always tough. Uh, yeah. yeah you, 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 you've been there, you know. I do understand. But again, you have longevity in this business. Yeah. And, you know, clearly it works for you. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is roughly, I guess, maybe average. I work maybe eight months out of the year. Okay. Okay. It's what you do with those other four months that counts. Mm-hmm. And what I try to tell a lot of the young people, it's it's kind of feast and famine sometimes. You know, you, you know, how long are you going to be before you get your next project? A lot of people, not necessarily in my position, but a lot of people can go out and day play, go out and put a day or two in on a production or that. But generally, I'm on for a project. Um, main thing is to save your money. Um, to stay, yeah. stay ahead and, and plan on you're not going to work for those two months or three months, and, and which we do, and enjoy those the time off when you have the time off versus putting in the 70 hours a week. That's true. Um, you know, uh, and enjoy, enjoy what you do. If you're not enjoying it, maybe you're not in the right place. I, yeah. s- I see, uh, well, yeah, we both have seen people that kind of get old and grumpy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yes, I have seen this firsthand. We, we, we both have seen that. You yes. know, enjoy what you do. If, if I'm going to be that grumpy, maybe I need to retire. Absolutely. You know, I think I've been doing it for almost three decades. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm ever really going to retire, but I'm just probably not going to work as much. You know, I'll pick that one project a year or whatever and do right. that. Do that. I understand. You, you know? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you have any aspirations for an Academy Award in sound mixing? You know, sure, I would love to have an Academy Award. I say let's go, right? Uh, You know, but (laughs) the thing about it is with me, 
you know, I do all these movies with numbers after them. Let's see, Anchorman 2, Fast 5, <laughs> Fast and Furious 7, Fast 8, um, hang, 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 Hangover <laughs> 3, yeah. Bad Boys 3. I don't really think I'm going to get an Academy Award that, with a movie that has a number after it. Well, guys, if you're listening out there, let's put him on a number one, okay? Let's go first out with for wit. Um, but yeah, okay. That was Whit Norris, a sound mixer working in Georgia's film industry. And we're so proud of everything you do, Whit. Hey, please get this man an Oscar, guys, all right? <laughs> That's it for us today. Our show was produced by Sean Powers, and Don Smith is our editor. The theme music is by MBB. I'm Kalina Bowler. You can reach us and subscribe to our podcast for free at gpb.org forward slash podcasts. If you have a moment, review and rate us on iTunes. We also want to hear from you. Do you work in the film industry? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org. Until next time, see you after the movies.